Last time on Odyssey. Charlotte, Allison, and James, the members of an old famous band, the Aldrins, responded to invitations they'd received to run some workshops and teach on an O'Neill Cylinder habitat. Charlotte, um, you're the the first to arrive on this uh, this habitat, which is a long cylindrical um, <laughs> tube, basically. <laughs> I don't suppose you know where I'm supposed to be? Not in the slightest. It was neither a pleasant nor expected reunion. Uh, James, what are you doing here? We're an entire motherfucking galaxy and you show up on this place with me. The habitat was home to a camping retreat which was full of oddities, such as an alleged lake which was actually made of a smooth glassy material used for rolling canoes. Can't get out on the water! Eh. Uh, no, you can't do that. That's a, that's a big no-no. Uh, why? I, I will, like, reach over the edge and, like, knock on the glass. <laughs> Be like, it's solid. Why can't you step on it? Once the band members finally found their contact, they learned that individuals had started going missing. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning, and uh, I kind of had Travis. To, I understand why you could be a little perturbed. Why but, the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? <laughs> <laughs> After a search for the lost camp staff members, Charlotte and Allison began to suspect the disappearances were a hoax. We're in some sort of a horror simulation, and I assume that it's to try and get me to somehow forgive that asshole James Lamb. With a gamma ray burst taking place overhead. You know, we're going to start getting some some interesting effects. Uh, some of the power might go in and out a little bit and everything, and that's what I was preparing for today, and that's the, the slack that I had to take up. The party took shelter in a mansion on the lake, where Thorne, who lived in the bachelor's pad downstairs, hooked them up with the gear they needed to put on a live performance. For the first time in 20 years, the band was playing together again, and the party began. What if uh, Thorne, like, brought up one of the Aldrin's records and, like, uh, brought it to whoever was on the turntable to, like, you know, possible remix sort of thing? I'm gonna gonna stare at him and (laughs) just look down at the record and back up of him. And then I'm going to take a swig of beer and just lift it up and uh, hold it over to Charlie. She is just going to fling it out into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody goes, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, right after that happens, uh, the power goes out. And everything, like, abruptly stops. Ladies and gentlemen, the Aldrins! Arguably the most influential band in the history of the civilized galaxies, the Aldrins have impacted everything from common languages, arts, culture, style, technology, and perhaps most notably, music. Bloody Aldrin's are like the best band to ever walk the face of the earth, right? Their last release was fucking seminal, and I'll fight you if you disagree. Hooey, the Aldrin's, oh man. I mean, I like that one song they did, and uh, is this gonna be on the radio or, or something? Am I gonna be famous? Because cause I'll talk about whatever, man. I, I just wanna be famous. Sector 8, let's make some noise! From their tumultuous origin, So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, we come from a planet called Earth. And we stole a space shuttle called the Challenger. 
um, with a star. Basically, that sums it up. To their combative breakup. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. You see how many people are out there? Yo, fuck you too. Fuck you. Few can deny the indelible mark that they have left on our society. But as more and more generations are coming up without their influence, and their solo careers fading, it begs the question, as the story of the Aldrins come to its end. fuck everybody in the sort of impromptu audience here is like <gasps> you hear the voice of thorn go oh shit this happens all the time um it's probably just the batteries or the the junction terminal i could go check the the terminal in the garage uh does somebody know anything about this stuff to kind of check out the batteries downstairs yeah i'll come with you all right um here go with uh cliff he's been down there before why don't you leave me? Oh yeah, I could take you right down there. I'm just not uh, good with no, all this. No, I'd um... really prefer if somebody else did, Cliff. You're wonderful and all, but... <laughs> well, then who's going to check out the thing in the garage? What do you mean, the thing in what? the garage? The junction terminal. I don't know what a junction terminal is, but I could sure take a peek. <laughs> Useful. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I still don't know where that is there. I know it's in the garage, but Cliff seems to know, or Thorn seems to know <laughs> right where it is. I'm Cliff. That's weird for me to say my name like that. <laughs> All right, Cliff, let's go. <laughs> yeah, uh, Cliff, who was in the, the crowd with the rest of them, um, kind of, you know, waves his hand in the air at you to um, see if you can find him in the dark. And... Uh, Thorn, who is up kind of in the stairs balcony area with you guys, um, uh, is going to head down the stairs and go towards the garage. You meet back up with uh, Cliff, and he kind of like you know feels around the the furniture and everything, and finds the uh, the appropriate door to to head downstairs. And um, you guys can kind of um, you know feel your your way around um, well enough to to get to the bottom of the flight, and. Um, Roll me a uh, notice check. Well, I'll pull out my f- my uh, lighter and my flashlight first, and I'll hand the flashlight to Cliff, and all right, and then so, light up uh, a cigarette. Yeah, um, he's gonna flip the the flashlight on and roll a notice check plus two. Then, all right. So that's a four. Okay, you guys kind of wave the flashlight or I guess Cliff waves the flashlight around a little bit kind of searching around trying to reacclimate himself to um, to this downstairs area and there are boxes of shit just everywhere and you notice that there's like a bunch of um, <laughs> like 
very eclectic stuff that has like obviously come from all around the galaxy but has got some age to it so there's just like dust and like weird um bones of random like wild game from certain systems and all this kind of stuff uh random sort of probably good heirloom um quality old weaponry and stuff like that and then um you see past a bunch of that this um big silver panel that's uh got some some buttons on it and uh dials and all sorts of stuff uh, right now there's no light emitted emitting from it all right i'm gonna go and uh and say cliff shine your light on that panel please oh yeah sure uh, no problem there and he uh shines it right on there and uh She's going to kind of look at her hands, and they're definitely shaking a little bit, and she's going to drag down on the cigarette really hard, and uh, then reach in and grab uh, like a small pair of pliers, and she'll open up the panel. Alright, yeah, and it it, uh, opens right up. Uh, Hey, are you, uh, you nervous or something there? Yeah, yep. You know, just because the power went out and, and weird things are happening, but that's definitely the only reason I'm nervous. Yeah, it made me kind of nervous too, uh, you know, so you're not the only one. I just don't get the shakes very often. I'm kind of a calm and collected guy, you know. So um, roll a repair check on this thing. A repair check. All right, that's going to be a D8. So that's a six. Oh, okay. So you notice that um, there should be a little light that um, shows the the master power coming into this unit thing, and uh, there's that light's not blinking or um, or on in any sort of way, and so um, you venture to guess that like yeah the power's probably out to the the whole facility right now. Cliff, yeah, this 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 is not a blown fuse. There is something else going on here. Oh well, that's good to know. Oh wait, no, no that's, it's that's the not opposite good at that. all. That's that's very yeah. bad. Yes, yeah, yep. Yeah, I just realized that. Um, yeah, it, it would have been good if uh, we could have just fixed it here, but um, oh no, shit is uh, yeah, we better take a look outside. Um, yeah. Why don't we go get Switzerland first, and then we can go look outside? Okay. Okay. There are some little uh, windows, kind of just peering out, like above the um ground line in this basement area so you could um, take a quick look out there or you can um, go up and, and grab um, Allison if you'd like all right uh, yeah no we're gonna we're gonna go and get Switzerland and uh, okay. she'll she'll walk into the room and kind of shine her light around and uh, she'll say hey Switzerland come on okay so um just as you're getting back up into the stairs um, roll a notice check for me all three of you okay. uh... Oh, shit. 13. 11. Where are we going? Just got to check a few things out. Um, you know, want wanna, wanna a little backup. Okay. Seven notice. Seven? Okay. So, yeah, all three of you, um, like, are kind of chatting this out, and then all of a sudden hear this, like, um, drone from, like, the sort of the area where you saw Thorn go into. And you hear like a and then um, just then um, you hear someone go ah! just as uh, soon as you do um, you also like the all the lights come back on in here 
and uh, the music, um, like instruments and all that, start like being mic'd up again, and so like the feedback is just like super crazy, and it, and uh, it's just chaos in here. All the other people are screaming, um, like the um, the the half hippo centaur um, being just like barfed on the floor everywhere. It's Gross. it's utter pandemonium in here. I'm gonna go and start turning off all of the instruments and stuff. Uh, so the guy, the room that we heard the sound come from, is it very close by or is it like down a hallway or what? Where's the? Yeah, there's, there's basically a door in the living room area that leads out to the garage. And it's one of those like, um, you know, like a door that would be in a, in a house or whatever. It's got the little glass, um, window in the top portion of it. Interesting. I'm going to go peek out that. All right. Roll a notice check for me. Three. So, um, the only thing that you can really see in there right now is, um, that the garage door is open and, um, there's like red light, you know, coming in from the outside mm. out there, sure. which you also see that red light, um, coming in through all the windows since like that's coming out of the like main windows to the whole habitat is, um, being bathed in red light right now from the, um, which perfect time for me to explain. I think I called it the wrong thing last time. I called it a quasar when it is a uh, gamma ray burst, which is quite different. So, yeah, just uh, a little bit. You astronomy nuts that are probably going to be uh, Super furious confused. at the last episode, got you cleared up. So yeah, you see that that red light, and then you also see um, like these sort of uh, blinking lights that are on what you would assume to be this battery system that he went to go in there and check. Do I see a person on the ground or anything like that? assume not with a three um not with the three um you can you know go in there if you would like to try to take a closer look um i don't see anybody out there james you want to come with me for a minute uh yeah charlie's going to go to the bathroom okay (laughs) (laughs) so um james uh is just gonna follow poe (laughs) poe sorry (laughs) let me change my name (laughs) Poe, for the folks at home, is actually Allison Taylor. <laughs> okay, so I would like to walk out into the garage with James and Joe. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, you two uh, both open the door. And keep in mind, like, only seconds have gone by. You guys, like, are, you know, rushed to the to the scene of the scream or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, both of you make notice checks once you open the door and, and get out there. Five. Seven. So, um, both of you, your, your ears are still ringing from all the music, you know, coming back on and, and blasting the like high pitched noise and all that kind of stuff. But now that you're out there, you can barely clearly see, um, Thorn like rolling around on the ground, like grabbing his, uh, midsection and, um, with his like face all like sort of, um, like winced and, and kind of stretched. And then you see this, um, large figure moving towards you in like a very lumbery way it's like probably about um six and a half feet tall and it's um got these like weird long arms that um that have like flat ends on them does it look like any of the animals i would know it doesn't look like an animal at all Mm. i don't know there's some pretty weird animals on my planet 
whose name I've already. And you're pretty much getting the the silhouette of this thing as it uh, comes in you, and it's like just red everywhere, and this like big silhouette coming towards you. Um. Yo, what's good, homie? I'm gonna run over to the guy on the ground whose name I've already forgotten. As soon as you start to um, move, like, and your your feet start to, to make noise, roll me a probably an athletics check to um, to dodge around this thing's like um, big flat arm thing swinging around towards you. I got it. Too. <laughs> so it's not a zero. Okay. Hey. So yeah, like you take a, a few steps towards Torn um, or Thorn, and then this like thing just like smacks you like right in the stomach. And, uh... Ow! Ow! That was very on point, Brian. Thank you. Alright, so, um... Does a two hit your, um... Your parry? No, my parry is a two. So, I don't know. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it, it smacks you and... Does a three beat your toughness? No. So, yeah, you don't even get shaken. Um, yeah, you just, like, take the hit and, like, kind of, um, you know, brush it off. And are you going to continue to run towards uh, Thorn, or are you going to double back? Did I get a good look at this thing as it smacked me in the gut? Um, not really. It feels like uh, the long, like, wide part was, like, wooden. That's weird. I, I guess I don't know. Who was Thorn? I don't remember his relation. The rest of Thorn us. was um, the the really, for lack of a better term, the the uh, term the stoner kind of camp counselor. Oh, was he was the like one, one who's of the house? originals? Like, yeah, he's the one who has the house. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, if it's his house, I guess I'll be nice and go check on him. All right. He seemed decent. <laughs> so she just got hit by this thing. Yes. Yep. Uh, my only weapon on my person is a stun gun, but I'm gonna pull it out and say. Uh, I'm not cool, man, as I quickly um, approached him with this thing out. Alright, are you going to make the attack while Allison's running towards um, towards Thorn? Yeah, as soon as she's free of him, I'm going to bug him. It's going to be a two. Um, okay. Me, that... Can I spend the bend? <clears throat> sure. <laughs> it's even worse that the zero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, uh, luckily enough, um, this thing's um, parry is not very high, and so you do actually hit it with the two. Wow, okay, um, so at the start of each subsequent action, he makes a bigger roll to revive. Subsequent? <laughs> subsequent. Okay, is, the, um, is there a certain DC that the bigger roll has to be, or is it the normal four? Does it say that, like... I don't see one listed. So it's probably four, and I rolled a five, so... <clears throat> All right. Yeah, um... He doesn't fall down. So, yeah, you hear the... Bap, 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 bap of the stun gun, and, yeah, it does not uh, fall down. You do notice that along with that sound of the stun gun going off, you hear, like, a... And, um... I'll go to Allison Taylor. You reach Thorn. Okay, is there a medicine something I can roll to see how he's doing? Um, either do that or, or notice, whichever one you'd like to do. Uh, notice it is. Okay. That's a seven. You notice that Thorn is in a fit of uncontrollable laughter. 
Thorn? Are you okay? <laughs> and then, like, when he sees you up above him, like, asking him this, he points back towards the, the thing that hit you. And, um, why don't you, uh, you got a seven, right? Yeah. So, uh, from this angle, you get the, the light, you know, going towards it instead of being behind it. And so, um, you notice that this thing is a, uh, mechanical, you know, robotic assistant. And it has, like, underwear, like, glued to its head. And it <laughs> has, like, oars, um, attached to its arms and stuff like that to where it can't get them off. And on its back is written, Spencer Rules. Who's Spencer? <laughs> Spencer was that, that fucking kid that left earlier. He, he's a trip, man. Oh. So this was just a joke. Okay. <laughs> it's okay, James. It's just some asshole kid from camp. How do we shut this thing off? You don't shut it off, man. That would be like murder or something like that, man. We just need to... I don't know, take the stuff off of him or whatever, but I mean, we could let him hang out like that for a little while. Anyways, I used the, the house's batteries to hook everything back up so you can go and, and like play more of your show now if you want. Yeah, I don't know, man. You kind of killed the vibe. As you're saying this, uh, you would notice without having to do a notice check. Um, yeah, like it's it's super dark in this habitat, like even darker than the you know normal night mode which you had been in. Um, you know, until this time and, uh, the red light is just like, you know, just pouring in and getting brighter and brighter in the, um, the north end of this habitat. Like around the same time, um, I do want you to actually roll me a notice check. Um, and I want you to, uh, Tim to roll this, uh, too, as you're in the bathroom doing whatever you're doing. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Seven. Double fives. Three. Okay. Allison and uh, James, you notice it seems like the spinning is... It, it's hard to tell from your, you know, position because everything's relative, but you feel it's either accelerating or decelerating. You feel a change in the um, sort of movement of this thing, and it kind of, you know, throws your, your balance a little bit off. And so, um, since you got a three, Tim, uh, what are you doing in the bathroom anyway? Drugs. I mean, yeah, 100%. Okay. So, um, roll me an athletics check to see how well you, um, your balance works with this. Alright. So, five. Without really noticing the, the change of speed, like, you, you kind of almost, um, like, bash into the wall. But um, you're able to stop yourself before you do, and so you don't spill whatever drugs you're about to take. Which drugs are you about to take, by the way? Uh, she's about to snort something. Oh, okay. You do so uh, successfully. Okay, so she uh, is just gonna <clears throat> and walk outside and just kind of be putting everything away as she's walking out the door, and I think she's gonna kind of forget about everything that's going on, and just walk over because there's going to be instruments set up and she's going to start turning things on and playing music. <laughs> okay, just by yourself up there? Yeah, dude, she's just going to start the drum machine and like get out a loop pedal, start a bass and just start playing and you know, if anybody's paying attention, they're paying attention, but she is focused in on what she is doing and like I would say that uh, it's very 
kind of dissonant and discordant and she's like walking over to the amps and just pre like holding the guitar up to it and backing away and just seems very focused in and, and just loving all of the awful, awful noise and cacophony that she's creating. All right. And at this point, uh, Cliff has like turned the lights back on in here and like the party vibe is kind of like fading from the the area and stuff and um allison and lamb james lamb attorney at law <laughs> i don't know why i said that anyways what are you two doing oh am i crazy or did this tp roll just start spinning faster yeah something changed but uh does that usually happen in a gamma ray burst what could i know how should i know well i mean has this ever happened while you've been here no, I mean, this is the first one, I think, in the system, and oh. I don't even know how long. Like, you know, they taught us about these things in school when I was a little kid, but I don't remember much of that stuff. Well, that's interesting. We never got to learn about cool stuff like this on Earth. Shit's making me feel sick. I'm going inside. You never could handle it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, if it's making you feel sick, why don't you roll a uh, focus roll? Maybe it should be bigger, though. Well, bigger would be essentially constitution, correct? Yeah, I think, yeah, and whatever you roll, just use uh, vigor instead. Okay. Five. So, yeah, you, you don't get sick enough to get nauseous or anything like that. Yeah, I think his head starts to just kind of spin a, a tiny bit, and he uh, he just kind of shakes it off and goes inside, and he um, pours himself some, I don't know what they have, vodka equivalent. <laughs> This house is styled after one that would um, be around in like the 70s, and so there's like a bar and everything, and like yeah, there's all sorts of uh, of drinks and, and stuff in there. I guess I'll just let you take care of your own robot if you just want to leave him. Or do you need help? Yeah, I'll figure I'll take this stuff off of there, man. <laughs> That's just so funny, man. I yeah, we had an idea that it was probably that kid did something with him. Okay. He's been missing all day. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll leave you to it then. And All right, and he walks up and like uh, starts trying to like rip the the underwear off of his head and, <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. You also see that he's got like a, a bunch of like stuff like shoved into his speaker oh. outputs and stuff like that. Sure. And <laughs> and yeah, and then uh, I guess you you leave him in the garage to deal with that. And uh, you walk in and. Um, the music has commenced with uh, the weird-ass bullshit that's uh, playing. Charlotte playing, yeah. I'm going to walk up to Charlotte. Hey, uh, Charlotte, how about I join you? Yeah, yeah, whatever, man. Okay, I will try to make the music sound decent, and like there's some kind of connection. So I'm just gonna start playing something, and hopefully she kind of comes along with me, more or less. All right, and um, how about both of you roll a performance check? All right. All right. Oh shit! Oh fuck! I hear popcorning. You do. That was uh, six, eight. Fifteen. Holy shit! All right, so you guys have definitely some great tunes belting out right now. 
and like where the party mood was starting to die out as soon as uh, James got behind the bar and then um, you two started uh, playing and, and you know really starting to jive together then the the mood is starting to pick back up and um, you know I guess um, Cliff and Colleen helped to uh, clean up um, the the vomit on the floor and um, are trying to get some help for um, oh the elephant creature thing yeah I believe it was Sella. Yeah, they're, they're starting to get her cleaned up. And uh, as this is going on, all of a sudden the, a, a sound comes from outside of the house that is like this big, like very loud cracking sound. It almost sounds like, uh, like a car wreck, but one that was like, you know, huge, like kind of 50 car pileup kind of thing happening like right outside the, the area. And you also, like, feel a huge, like, earthquake-like shudder the, the house and everything like that. Uh, I don't think Charlie stops playing. Yeah, I stop playing and look up. Uh, James, James is definitely going to investigate. So, um, yeah, like, a bunch of the bottles, like, fall over in the, uh, in the bar after this happens. And uh, they're continuing to play, and so you like make your way through the uh, the crowd, and everybody is like still kind of half dancing, but also like starting sort of sort of trying to like look at each other and almost kind of acknowledge whether that really happened or not, or whether they're just like all getting wasted and all that. And so, uh, which door do you go out? Do you go through the garage, or do you go back out the front door, or, uh, just up to a window? What would you like to do? Beeline to the source of the noise. Okay, so I'll say you go through um, out the front of the house, and then you kind of look around the the edge of the house. There, you notice that you can see part of the 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 sort of outer shell of this whole um, station, because it's basically two spinning habitats that are inside what would basically be like an asteroid, and um, how it was before, you could not see the um, the asteroid at all from inside the the habitat. And uh, for some reason, now you can kind of see just the edges of um, of the the rocky, you know, crust of, of out there, you know, slowly spinning around the uh, you know spherical hole in the, the end of the, the ship or whatever. Did I find the source of the noise? You would assume that that probably has something to do with it, seeing that it seems like the uh, the cylinder has uh, moved in relation to being inside this um, its protective, you know, rocky outer bit. I would like to look for Travis, the camp counselor. And perfect that you should uh, look, try to find him, um, because you know that he didn't come out into the party with you guys. And uh, make a notice check for me. Nine. Okay. So after seeing... Um, what's going on through the you know the huge open bit at the end of the the habitat there you look the other way towards where the camp was and you see one of the boats coming across the crystal lake just rolling around on those wheels with uh three people inside it i can't tell who i mean like you could probably guess who knowing who went with you and then who stayed behind i'll run over there you're gonna walk across the lake I don't care. Fuck it. <laughs> okay. So, um, it's going to take you a little bit to, to meet up with them. So I'm going to go back to inside the, the house. Before uh, you go, are they were paddling away from me or towards me or just around? Towards you. Yeah. They're, they're coming from the camp towards the, the house. Gotcha. 
in the quickest way possible on a wheelie canoe. <laughs> and so uh, inside the house, you guys have just uh, finished an awesome, awesome jam. And uh, are you going to go right into another one? or? Um, so Yeah, RC, so I, I would say. pause and I would um, look around. As long as I don't see Thorn coming back in and being like super freaked out, I think I'm just going to keep playing with Charlie. Because I can't do shit if there's something going bad out there. Alright, just as soon as you have that thought in your head, um, the door to the garage um, slams open and Thorn runs in. He's like, everyone, I'm super freaked out! <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a bunch of crazy shit going on, like something's wrong with the hab. Charlie's gonna look at him and go, that's really good, man. And then she's gonna play a bunch of chords and go, everyone, I'm really freaked out! And then keep playing more. <laughs> Uh, like a lot of these new um, counselors in training um, go with Thorn like out through the the um, garage where he just came in and, and like sort of gathered all of them and so people are starting to, to funnel out and like you know are all nervous looking at everything and dropping their drinks and you know some of them just like setting them down in a weird place like on a couch where it just instantly like spills over on the fabric and everything like that and so they're all starting to funnel out. I don't know where they think they're going, but maybe we should go with them, Charlie? To what end? Um, I don't know. Maybe there's an escape something if we need to get away. What do we need to leave for? Where's it? Well... We're, we're hired to be here for at least a little while longer. I've, uh, we haven't done any official camp business or anything like that. And the gamma ray burst or whatever it is is still going on, I would assume. We, we're, we're supposed to stay inside. I, I don't know how these places work, but I would assume that if something's going really south, we should probably find an escape pod or something. Yeah, all right. Yep. Let me just uh, grab my bags. How many bags did you bring out here? Enough. Let's go. Oh, okay. All right. At this, you start to hear this um, extremely loud, sounds like it's coming from everywhere, grinding noise. And then all of a sudden, like, you, you feel that motion start to, start to change again. And everything starts to get um, lighter feeling. Oh. Oh, boy. Charlie, you're not just high. That's not good at all. That's not good. No. Um. Loading up and refueling things in zero gravity is hard. Have you had to do it before? She's just going to stare at... Uh, at a point in space. <laughs> um, right, you're high as fuck right now. What did you take? We should find an escape pod. We di- we we need to find an escape pod immediately. We need to we need to go and find one. Do I need to be concerned with what you have taken? There's things. Do you understand, Switzerland? How things sometimes just happen? Yes. I also understand that sometimes when you have a lot of drugs in your system, it shuts down. She's going to sprint out the door and laugh. (laughs) (laughs) So as you sprint, um, roll me a... uh, Yeah, roll roll athletics. Okay. Um, Four. Okay. So uh, when you go to, to sprint... Like, your feet push you, like, 
way up off of the ground, like, more than you, like, bargained for, and you kind of, instead of going through the door, you just, like, impact on, like, top of the door, like, in the spot <laughs> between the door and the, uh, ceiling, and then you kind of, you know, slowly come back down to the, to the ground there. It's not enough to cause you damage, but it is enough to, to slow you down a bit and cause you, like, a little bit of, uh, confusion. She'll rub her face for a second and uh, turn around and look at Allison and say, Come on, Switzerland, let's go. All right. And you two uh, get through the door and roll me a notice check, both of you. That's 11. That's a one and a two, so... (laughs) All right. Smacked your head too hard. Yeah, so you you have one of your zone-out moments, and then, Allison, what'd you get? An 11. And 11. So uh, you see both things. Like, you first instinctually look towards the um, the big, you know, view porthole at the, the end of the tube and everything and, and notice the, the same thing that James saw earlier where the you can see the rocky bits and you're not supposed to be able to. And instead of, like, you know, circling around the, um, the outer edge of it, now you see it, like, just, like, all in one spot, um, which means the, the hab is, like, slowing down. And um, you also look over, you know, back towards where the camp was, and you see the <laughs> the canoe coming towards the uh, towards the mansion here. And then you also see James <laughs> running towards it, but also he's like kind of halfway flying through the air because the you know uh, gravity lessened while he was in mid run, which made him do the same thing that uh, that Charlotte just did and bounce really high up into the air. You know, Charlotte, you might be high, but that's the highest I've ever seen, James. Yeah. Hey, yo. <laughs> and, um, James, roll me athletics to see how you, how well you land this. Four. All right, yeah. You you land on your feet, and, um, you know, it kind of take, took you by surprise, but... Can I tell who's in the canoe yet? If it's, uh, Travis? Yeah, you, you see Travis's, um, stupid hat with the, uh... With the fish hooks in it and everything like that, and um, you can see uh, Mika. You see this this other guy that's uh, a little bit smaller than than both of them, and uh, you know it just has like kind of unkempt hair, and um, doesn't look super familiar to you, but um, you know looks like they're still wearing the same sort of uniform thing. Uh, I keep running for the canoe. As you're running, you uh, hear like a big crashing sound from behind you like you feel like this suction to everyone else uh that is standing outside it's it's plain as day the um like basically the windows of that that one end like have let loose and um now just uh shattered out into the emptiness of space and there's this big suction coming from from that area as like all the atmosphere inside the the cylinder is trying to evacuate out that end of the the tube there uh (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck can we do about that? <laughs> None of us know anything. All right, episode two is a TPK, and we're just gonna go back to Fillmore's Crossing. It's good. It was a good arc, Chris. <laughs> would we know of anything that would be like uh, internal hatch to like the very center of the thing? Would I have any clue how this damn thing is built? <laughs> Uh, do any of you have uh, common knowledge as a skill? 
like you can roll it anyway, but um, that would be yes. something that would be common knowledge. Yes, I do. That's a five. All right. Yeah, you would know that there are hatches spread, you know, periodically through these types of uh, containers and that they um, normally in uh, emergency situations have uh, flashing lights that, you know, kind of I look for uh, that. emit from them. That. I want that. <laughs> yeah, you can um, you can see uh, several of them and uh, there's uh, one of them in um, from where you guys are at Thorne's house. Um, basically just on the edge of the dock right where the um, the sand meets the um, the crystal lake. There's a hatch in there. James? James! We gotta get down this hatch! And I'm gonna try to get Charlotte in the hatch. Charlie has just been staring at this uh, this broken piece of glass and everything being sucked towards it and She's sort of like uh, Hugh Jackman in uh, what the hell movie is that where he plays all sorts of different characters, but when the bright light is coming and he's just... The fountain? Yeah, the fountain, and he's just basking in the glory of that light. Like, that's exactly what she's doing. She's just got her arms wide at her hips, and she's just soaking in in this moment. Uh, All right. I'm going to uh, be pulling Charlie toward the hatch. I don't think she's resisting. I think she's just looking at it while you're kind of like half dragging her. (laughs) Okay, I do that. (laughs) Yeah, you you guys start heading for this hatch and um, yet another like big crashy sound happens and you just see like metal just start to erupt from um, different places in this uh, habitat kind of up above you um, from where you guys are in the habitat, like the sort of... um, I guess meridian plane that you'd be on um and you see like all this other like you know metal like come spewing uh in through there and then also like a bunch of uh space vehicles like kind of falling through in this low gravity towards the the bottom like kind of where you guys are so you see like a um you know what would be like an astro bus and coming through and uh, james roll me a notice check seven eight Yep, you see your uh, your stretch um, space limo like falling through there as well, no! <laughs> like kind of towards your your area. Like it, it looks like it's gonna fall right in the middle of uh, the Crystal Lake there. Oh, I thought it was like disappearing into space. Okay, nope, it's it's falling into your habitat. Um, basically, you guys could probably figure it out by now that the the two um, counter rotational habitats have crashed into each other. Cool, 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 and cool, are cool. now ripping themselves apart like a uh, like a can of um, biscuit dough. Okay, uh, I so my headset was one of the main design intentions was to be able to wirelessly connect to a sound system for both my headphones and speakers and everything or uh, microphones. Okay, what's the possibility, or should I make a roll to connect to the one in the house from where I am? Uh, roll a electronics check. Um, that's a six minus two is four. Oh, that's a popcorn. Sorry. That's another popcorn. There's another okay. popcorn. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> but it turns into six, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixteen. Minus two. Okay. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say with Hacker that, like, you can connect to, like, whatever you would want to. <clears throat> I'm going to crank the volume, and hopefully with the broken windows, it'll even boost louder, and I'm going to just, through the sound system, say, 
Yo, everybody, go down to those lights, and there's, there's like these uh, trap doors going down into the middle of this thing to get to safety. However, I'm not gonna follow my own orders. I'm gonna be trying to see if my limo will start up. Is it down yet? Okay. Uh, well, it's like slowly falling down. I'll try to kind of position myself. And uh, so, um, as you're moving towards it and you make that proclamation, um, you hear over your, uh, your, your own in-ear recorder and everything like that, um... Hello, sir. Would you like me to pick you up? Fucking jeez. <laughs> <laughs> At your service, sir. Yo, try to make it down to this, uh, this spinning light thing over here. We got some people that may need a lift. Sure can do. And, uh, you see the, like, um, lights, like, flicker on as it's falling, and it, like, almost impacts with the, the crystal lake there, um, probably only a, a few hundred feet away from where you are than, like, the, you know, engines were into life, and it sort of, um, thrust its way over towards you, and make a... Make an athletics check to see if you can, like, you know, just hop in it effort effortlessly on its way to over to where the flashing lights are. Five. Yep, you do it. Like, uh, the door um, swings open, and you're able to just, like, kind of um, low-gravity jump, like, up to grab the door handle and, and like, kind of swing yourself in. Um, uh, would you have, like, gone for the front door or the back door? If we're going to load people, I'll probably jump in the front. Okay. So yeah, you, you uh, jump in and um, Jeeves is, is sitting right next to you. Hello, sir. What the hell is going on? I don't know, sir. Yo, we got we got to get out of here. I am super done with this place. There's people disappearing and shit, weird shit going on. I don't know if you remember, but uh, my old bandmates, Allison and Charlotte, they're, they're both down there. Quite a happy coincidence then, sir. Let's go get them. <laughs> and the, like, uh, you know, shifts the thing into gear. Which it wouldn't really need a gear shift, but since you guys are from Earth and, and stuff and it was familiar to you, you, uh, you know, had it installed that way. How many people does this thing hold? I mean, it's like a, a stretch limo, so it can, it can hold a few people and stuff. Mm. We're probably going to have to leave people here, huh? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, and so um, back to... Allison and uh, and Charlotte, roll a notice check. I see, uh, I guess real quick to see if you even notice what's going on with the the falling spaceship, or if you're, you got the tunnel vision going on. Ten. Uh, six. Yeah, both of you noticed the limousine. You can definitely see that he jumped into it and is like heading your way. And are you guys like um, just going right down into the hatch? Or are you trying to get everybody down in there first and then? gonna follow in behind. Charlie's probably just gonna go down into the hatch. Yeah, I think that was my main goal, is to get Charlie in. And then is there anybody close by, or did they all kind of scamper? Um, several of them kind of scampered. Um, the bird person is, like, literally just, uh, flying around. <laughs> they appear to be, like, you know, drunk and panicking. Sure. And so they're, like, literally flying in the, in the airspace in the middle of the, the tube, or whatever, in circles. Sella, the, uh, the, the hippo-like creature and stuff, is um, now barreling in your direction towards the, um, towards the hatch. Uh, several of them are all, almost to a different hatch that's over on a different um, sort of meridian of this thing. Okay. And um, you see uh, Thorn and the um, robot uh, running towards your direction. 
the robot like um, has one of the paddles still attached. The underwear is only like halfway ripped off of its head and stuff. And then um, you know, Thorn is uh, right behind it, like moving toward your direction. Hmm. Okay. James, that son of a bitch, running away. I don't know what's safer at this point. Um, is anybody like right next to me, or are they just on their way? Um, Thorn and the the robot are getting pretty close. I guess I'll just go down then, because I don't know that James is trying to come for us. You start to to climb down into this um, this access uh, tunnel here, and it's very um, you know kind of sewer like, except for like doesn't smell and is a lot cleaner or whatever. But it is literally just a tube with a ladder. And Charlie's already down there, just staring at a fucking at one of the blinking lights, just <laughs> as close as she can get her face. All right, the the in the tube, there's um like that kind of um just orange like emergency light going on in there. The blinking lights are on the outside of the, or you know the surface level of the the habitat where they'd be able to be seen. I think staring at an orange light is still good enough. Okay. <laughs> And um, at this point, there's enough, like, kind of debris in, um, in what, what's left of the air to, um, you know, make sort of crazy shadows in front of these lights and everything like that that look like wind moths are going around a, a light on, around a house, um, porch light or whatever. Amazing. <laughs> okay, Charlie, we got to get deeper in before we lose all of our oxygen. There's not that much deeper to go. It's only a couple of meters. It goes down and then it like branches out into a bunch of other tubes that go to different areas of the habitat and everything. There's like these um, sort of panels that are at about like every several hundred feet or whatever. They're usually around where the hatches are too, to be, you know, kind of convenient and everything for anybody in a survival situation. And so you're able to locate one of those panels and yeah, there's um, plenty of, uh, of masks in there. And there's, like, different types of masks, too, to, like, cope with different types of uh, beings and stuff. Well, that's handy. I will put a mask on Charlotte. (laughs) And around the same time, uh, Thorn is now just uh, getting to the hatch. He's like, oh, shit, oh, shit, game over, man, game over. (laughs) And, like, he starts, like, quickly trying to um, crawl down the ladder towards where you guys are. And then all of a sudden, like, there's another, like, big booming sound. And uh, the gravity, like, is starting to, like, reverse and, like, try to suck him back out of the tube. Charlie is just embracing it. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to try to grab him to keep him down here and shut the hatch. All right. So, uh, yeah, roll an athletics for, for that. Four. <laughs> With a four, you're able to um, stop yourself and stop Charlotte from flying out. Okay. Um, you, since you're already at the bottom of the tube, there wasn't really much you could do for Thorn. And so, um, he like starts to, to slip and, and fall right back out of the, the hatch opening. Mm-hmm. But just as he is, um, the, the robot is able to hold on to one of the rungs of the ladder and then reach out with the paddle arm and Thorn grabs it and keeps from being, um, you know, sucked out to the, to the other end of the, um, of this, uh, habitat here. What are you doing, James? Are you still heading towards uh, their tube area? Yeah. Um, yo, Jeeves, you see any more of those escape ships out there? There are some that have made impact with the canister, sir. And some that have fallen out into space. And some that have impacted with the um, outer shell of this uh, habitat. Shit. Can you radio them or anything? Get them on the con? I certainly can try. 
and like he you just uh you know see his eyes kind of go backwards into his head like kind of uh <laughs> look and then like he starts to do that i am all strapped in since i am a weak constitution with zero graph and then do i notice anybody starting to lose their surface grip like is the canoe floating well, or uh yeah as the as the vehicle is heading towards that hatch you saw your two bandmates crawl down in and then you saw um, Thorn get there, crawl in, and then get ejected back out, but then to catch that um, that paddle arm of the, the robot that was going in and um, be inserted back into that um, that shaft. Do I have a shot at the canoe? Uh, okay, so roll me a notice check for that. Eight. So, <laughs> yeah, you look in the rearview mirror, and the canoe just like um, with that upward mo- um, momentum that tried to suck uh, Thorn out, the canoe just goes straight up into the air. <laughs> it looks like, and uh, then out of the view of the um, rearview mirror, and you see all of them like getting thrown out of the canoe as they're they're doing it all going in that upward motion. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Flip a Jeeves, We got floaters. Uh, sure thing, sir. And then like uh, he shifts it into the another gear. And then yanks up on the uh, steering wheel, and the thing starts to turn and, and go towards the the canoe. It's kind of out of my hands, so you just got to get inside. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Robot ends up getting um, Thorn into the hatch, and then closing the hatch uh, behind him. And uh, once you guys are in there, you can hear like all this um, hissing sounds. You feel like uh, pressure start to build back up where like the air pressure had been dropping steadily when you guys were were out there the gravity is still upside down so now you guys would be like kind of all standing like where the hatch door was shut all cramped up into this little tube with a ladder ah well charlie i i don't know what to do now thorn what do we do i don't know man like oh fuck my my folks house oh the whole habitat it's all fucked man like yeah. Oh man, where am I gonna live? Not here. Uh, but I think trying to, you know, survive this might be a higher point of importance right now, because you know you just might not live, which would also solve your problem, I suppose. Oh fuck, man. Are any of us really living at all, though? I mean, you make a good point. The the robot that you guys are all pressed up against, too. Um, you hear like these like sort of muffled sounds coming from its speaker output but like it it's incoherent because the there's still a bunch of stuff uh shoved in there it then like lifts up his hand and like sort of pats your shoulder to kind of console console you taylor (laughs) Uh... (laughs) you can see that the head of this thing is like this um kind of like a long um glass like tube with a dome top and like light is emitting from it but there's still enough of the um like underwear still attached to it that you can only see through like a certain like you know bit of it and so like it looks like um a bunch of just like pixelated light going through fabric with like the one little strip of what you can see but the lights that you see are like um bright neon greens and yellows and and blues uh thorn is your robot supposed to have any kind of like safety protocols built in like would it know what to do um, it's mainly just like a like a maintenance bot. It probably knows uh, some stuff. Um, Can we unstick uh, its uh, speaker hole? Uh, we can we can try to. I, I don't have any 
and he stuck with me. Uh, I don't I don't even know what to do. I'm hey. not great with, with that kind of Charlie, thing. Charlie, you're kind of good at that stuff. At what stuff? Like, you can fix things, right? Usually? Yeah. What are we fixing? Can you look at the robot and see if you can get the crap out of its speaker hole thing? Oh. Sure. Maybe. And uh, she'll go over and... At this point, she has something to intensely focus in on, and so she will uh, not only work on trying to repair that, but she'll try and repair anything else that's wrong with it. All right. So, uh, yeah, roll repair. All right. Uh, that's four. Yeah, you're able to get the um, get most of the the stuff that's um, kind of glued into this uh, speaker hole um, out of there. And then all of a sudden, um, you hear, uh, Hello! So the habitat's falling apart. What are the security protocols? Or safety protocols, or whatever? We have done much of them already. We are already in the safety hatches and awaiting further assistance and rescue. So you just stay here until people come get us? Unless there is another possible way that you can see... To get us out of here, I would say yes. Well, fuck. You don't need to breathe, right? Not at all. However, I require air pressure to communicate. Right, because in space no one can hear you scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. how about Charlie, you and Thorn and I will put on spacesuits, and then we'll go back out there and I think I saw James in his car. I'm not getting in his car, man. <laughs> you want to die here? You gotta die somewhere. Uh, okay. Shit. Um. This machine is really nifty. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> oh, you know what, Charlie? Um, I have a limo for us just outside. So we can go to our next gig. Oh, yeah, we can't be late for the show. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> okay, so, but I need you to put the spacesuit on first, okay? It's standard security protocol for this limo. Ah, security, okay, yeah, right, right. May I ask a question? No. <laughs> <laughs> Robot, she needs to get out of here safely, right? I am called M-O-5. M-O-5. She needs to get out of here safely, correct? Affirmative. Mo-5. Mo-5. Sometimes we have to say Mo things five. to get her moving, because she doesn't always listen. So just go with it, okay? Mo-5. I always listen. That's... I'm surrounded by a bunch of fucking idiots right now. This is great. <laughs> And my animals are probably all dead, too. Awesome! <laughs> so, uh, James, so you're going around to, um, try to catch up with that, um, that canoe and the people that flew out of it. Roll a, uh, a driving check for, uh, for Jeeves. Does he have a skill? Uh, I'll, I'll give him a d6. It's his profession and it's only a d6? <laughs> Worst driver. Oh my god. No one else wanted to work for me. <laughs> wow, that's understandable. He's gonna spend a penny. No, uh, that's okay. that's a three. Okay. 
<laughs> so uh, yeah, you speed towards the the people flung through the, uh, from the from the thing up towards the top of this habitat, but are unable to get them in time as they smack against the upward side of uh, of this thing, and then the um, the boat is uh, torn to shreds. And wheels are just going everywhere. <laughs> to his credit, he was trying to rescue them and get the comms working at the same time. <laughs> it's true. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, and then um, make a notice check for me. Just a four. You're able to see like a bunch of um, boxes and cages. Oh no! Flying through the, um, the habitat, like <laughs> that. Uh, were being sucked out basically but then also like got um pushed upwards from the um from this like gravitational shift and so uh some of them have like impacted on the ground too um some of them have like uh burst open and so like the flying ones were able to uh escape and and fly around and um are likely to get sucked out of the end unless um you're able to get some of those as much as i want to help the animals i think have to say humans are a priority even though all these people are shit <laughs> uh, yeah i think we have to try again if i can tell if they're even still alive i guess make a, a notice check for that huh? Ooh, nine okay you can definitely tell that the travis is gone <laughs> oh shit you see his uh hat sort of uh floating around in space though um, you can tell that after the they hit the other side, um, like it, it's pretty much uh, the forces have balanced out to where it's like a zero G situation going on in here now, which will affect uh, everyone in the hatch um, once we get back to you guys. But um, yeah, the the hat is now like sort of just uh, floating around. Yeah, you see like a sort of lifeless body of, of Travis and um, and the guy with the, the kind of weird hair you see do see um mika um clinging to the the side on um you know one of these metal parts that are protruding from the other habitat that crashed crashed into this one and then um like there's like a still the suction going out the north end of this thing and so um yeah she's just like hanging on for dear life if i can tell they're that that they're dead it sucks to be them but if people are still moving i'm gonna try and rescue them again all right, so um, yeah, you uh, zoom right up and and pick up Mika. Okay. Do you open the back door for for her? Yeah. She's able to um to to get in there, just from the the way things were were bouncing around and everything too. Like as she um, jumped in, like this um, metal case with little wheels on it and a handle on one side, like kind of um, flew in there too then the the door closes and uh she's like sort of um gasping for for the air back there and um like kind of shuffling to a seat and trying to get uh, belted in yeah strap in with that right there uh you know how the emergency procedures on this weird cylinder thing work oh uh, yes uh the the, the hatches are, are like the first line of of, of getting holy crap um there's like the the masks in there and the, the spacesuits and and everything um oh god i don't even know if our our pods are up to date to be able to get out of this thing thank god you had this where are the pods they're going to be in the north and south ends the north one probably is gone i i saw the whole window bash out and, and everything's just 
shooting out into space over there. I, I think the, the south side near the shuttle terminal is going to be the, the only ones left. Do they need pilots? They just float around? How do they work? Uh, normally they're automated and have um, the... Oh, fuck. Normally they have the, the built-in hi uh, hibernation systems in them to, you know, just get you into hypersleep um, as you get to the nearest system. Hey, Jeeves, I don't think that we got enough room back there for everybody. We may have to go check on these parts. Sure thing, sir. <laughs> Which one do you like me to do first? Parts. Okay. And then it shifts gears again, and you get the idea that these gears really mean nothing, <laughs> but uh, they still look really cool. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and he yanks on the wheel and turns it as he's uh, pulling it out, and it uh, makes a banking maneuver once again and uh, is going towards the, uh, the shuttle station. And uh, back into the tube with uh, with everybody else. Uh, you guys are now in like a zero gravity situation in there. Okay, I attempt to get Charlie into a suit first. She's mildly helpful. Okay, is Thorn suited too? I assume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was probably the first of you guys to get in a suit. Okay, so let's go back out out into the that place, and I'll point to the hatch. Wait, no. Uh, let's just take the. You know, the access tubes, they, they'll go straight to, I'm, I'm guessing you want to get to a pod, if there's any left. I don't know. I know the north ones, like, are probably all fucked. I don't know, I guess. Sure. Um. Yeah, we should go to the pods. The pods sound welcoming. Running diagnostic. Northern habitat pods unavailable. Are there any pods available? that we can get to from here? Running diagnostic. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, as he says that, um, like you hear another like sort of hissing sound. You see that one of the, um, the sort of openings is, um, to one of the tubes like kind of towards the south end of the habitat, like kind of open up. Like, in, in the, like, sort of outer rim of these, um, you know, kind of hatch access things. Yeah, I'll start crawling down that way. These tubes, uh, unlike the one that came down from the hatch, are big enough to, like, sort of... Um, oh, I just meant because I was going to have to grab onto the wall stuff and stuff because there's no gravity. Yeah, yeah, you still have to, like, bounce from, from side to side and all that kind of stuff and are floating around. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, you guys are, are um, making your way and... Um, it's going to take some time, but, uh, but slowly but surely you will be able to, uh, to get that way. James in his, uh, in his limo is going to get over to the, um, shuttle station first. Yo, Mika, what are we looking at here? You know how this is all supposed to work? You know, if it's operational? It's not really my, uh, strong point. Well, you're going to know more than we do. <laughs> uh, well, we'll, we'll figure it out together. You know, it's one of those things, you, you do drills, like, when you're a kid on this stuff, and you kind of... I, I, I haven't heard of anything like this happening in such a long time. Do we gotta park? You gotta get out and look at this shit? What do you gotta do? Well, yeah, we're, we're gonna have to go in through the, um... You know, through the air docks, just like the, the way you came in. Uh, the, the same exact thing. I... I sort of was sleeping on the way in. Jeeves? <laughs> I quite remember you being awake, sir. We even had a discussion about it. You wanted me to come in and drive the bus oh, inside the habitat, geez. which I cannot. 
you are no help at all. Listen, I got a thing with zero grab, all right? I'm helping right now. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't do well in zero grab. I will remind you, we are in a perfectly suitable vehicle for outer space travel right now. You want to just up and abandon this place? If it is at your direction, sir, then oh, that would be my orders. Come on. Just fucking put the burden on me. All right, I guess. What do you want to do, Mika? <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, we should try to get as as many people as we can. Um, yeah, I guess if this thing is a uh, suitable for space travel, um, you know, it can serve as a pod in a, in and of itself. I don't want mass hysteria on board this thing. If, if if these people are starting to claw their way in, we can't have that. We could also go get help and and, and bring reinforcements. You know what I'm saying? Uh, help from where? Fuck if I know, Jeeves. Is there anywhere around here? There are several systems within a few months' travel, sir. Few months? Fucking hell. Listen, uh, do you have a way to radio them? Radios have not been working over the past few hours, sir. Uh, shit. Alright. We're gonna have to carry people, I guess. Mika, you know how to navigate this place. You need me to go with you? I, I... When I say that I'm not good in zero grav, I legitimately mean, like, I might black out, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, just at the, at the shuttle terminal would be where everybody should be meeting up if, um, they have all the, you know, same ideas that we do. It, it's the most logical place to, to go. Alright. Take us there, GVs. We are already here! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are literally just parked right outside the, um, the shuttle terminal here. And uh, you you can see through the the windows of this thing. There's like um, two other pods that are um, kind of in a uh, in a serviceable condition. I'm kind of waiting to see what Mika does, and then following her lead. Oh, okay. I say we just uh, you know wait here and see if anybody else uh, shows up, and then um, you know once they get here, we can uh, maybe discuss on. Uh, which ways to go, or, or what our routing would be, or, or what have you. Um, you know, I'm kind of at your mercy in this uh, situation with the, the help you've given me. I, I see this place as kind of a total loss. You think there's enough pods here to accommodate everybody? Um, I hope so. I well, Boy, I hope there's not mass panic. People scratch up my paint job. <laughs> It ends up being quite a while that you have to wait, like upwards of around like uh, 30 minutes. But um, at this point, you you finally see the first people start to um, to make their way into the station um, towards these pods. And there's like kind of a um, an air dock area where um, it, it's kind of suitable for zero G habitation. And you see this hatch open, and um, you see some of the uh, some of the counselors start starting to funnel out of this um, thing. You, you see the the hippopotamus thing um, and uh, some to the the others. I think I would particularly be waiting for Allison. 
All right. So, um, yeah, you see these people come in and um, they give you some hand signals and stuff and, uh, like, take up one of the pods. And uh, you can see that they basically fill it all up, especially once this um, cellar gets in there. They're, like, packed to the brim. <laughs> and um, then you hear a voice over the, um, <coughs> the comms. <laughs> We're all filled up in this pod here. We can't take anybody else. The nearest system is Chuffed, and we're setting course for the closest world around the Chuffed system. It, like, you know, goes through uh, a couple of checks on the thing. You see lights turn on and off and all that kind of stuff, and you see this uh, pod go away. And then, um, after another few minutes, um, roll me... Uh, just roll a, a d10. Me? Yeah, before you roll it, uh, say high or low, and then um, depending on what you roll. Um... Uh, high. Okay, so if it's above a five, then the next group that comes out will be uh, your friends. I panicked at first because it was a zero, but that's a ten. Oh, okay. So, yeah, um, the the shaft opens and then, um, you know, kind of shooting out of the, the little um, tube into this... Um, this airlock area is um, Allison and Charlotte and uh, Thorn and uh, Emma Fine. Oh, good. There's there's our limo, Charlie. Most excellent. Most excellent. Hey, yo, Jeeves. There's our guys over there. Affirmative, sir. Can you get over there? Sure can do. And he, like, um, maneuvers the thing around. And do you want it um, just docking with the airlock where they can get into the, uh, into the limo? Uh, Whatever is... A good way for them to get in. I assume Jeeves will do that. All right. Yeah, and then the the door opens. We get in. And right before they uh, take off, uh, Charlie will go, wait, 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 wait. We could call him Moss because the five can be an S. Yes. That's an excellent name for him. Come on, Moss. Let's get in. I, I prefer MO5. It is, it is uh, legally distinct. <laughs> <laughs> Distinct from what? Moss. <laughs> the IT crowd? A character that uh, Chris is... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, Allison, looking at these pods, you think there's enough for everybody that was with you? Well, it was just the three of us in our little section, but I would imagine quite a few people died if the rest of the pods were, like, destroyed, so... Oh, yeah, speaking of that, uh, yeah, I hate to inform you, but... Uh, we saw some animal cages out there. I knew I never should have brought them, but that was how they got me here. And now I see that this is all a big load of bullshit. And you know what? They can all fucking die. All right, geez, we're out of here. We're all one, Switzerland. It's <laughs> if they die, we die. Um. Okay, sir. Uh, where shall we be heading? Take us to the nearest place that isn't this bullshit. Chuffed it is! <laughs> and he um, dislodges from, the, uh, from the, the airlock there and starts to go. And there's like just more and more um, like explosions going on in the habitat itself and everything like that Like while all this is going on. And um, you guys uh, detach and then like start moving away. And then um, all of you roll a notice check for me. Uh, two. Eleven. Five. Allison, you, you definitely, uh, notice, um, 
that you guys start to get more and more away from from this habitat you can tell that the um gamma ray burst is starting to like fade and um you know these things they're basically like uh these jets of energy that get shot out from a um, location and like as they you know move through space they you know it's kind of like the beam of the flashlight and so um it would seem now that it's starting to get pointed towards a different direction in space and so like um it's probably not going to destroy your ship as you you know fly away from uh from this habitat that's um you know about to explode and everything and um and you also notice that like as you're pulling away from the air dock you get um further and further away and you see that little door on the other side of it open up and then like four more people um enter into the the airlock area and then like they uh funnel into the um the other pod and it starts to detach and, and shoot away like um towards the same direction that you guys are going but then the whole habitat explodes and takes it out with it Fuck! and charlie will look at everybody and go so where's the booze on this thing If you're enjoying LCP D&D, you can help us create more and more content by pledging any amount of money at patreon.com slash lcpdnd. The more money pledged, the more time and energy can be invested into making content for you. If you want to help us in other ways, you can buy merch at sonerdware.com slash lcp. You can write a review on your favorite podcast platform. You can share us on social media to get our name out there, and you can tell your friends. Regardless of what you decide, you're also welcome to join us in our Discord server for taking part in conversations, memes, and weekly TTRPGs that we play. Come play with us. The Discord link is in the episode descriptions and also at lcpdnd.com. Follow us on Twitter at lcpdnd. Chris the GM is at Chris Riley LCP. Tim, who played Charlotte, is at Ida Grab Your Gun. Kim, who played Allison, is at Metz Girl. That's M-E-T-Z Girl. And she can also be found on the podcast's Beholder's Eye and Service Desk. I, Brian Bridges, the player of James Lamb, a.k.a. Bust a Cat, am at Manly Brian. And that's all for this episode. We'll see you on the next one. Okay. I did my rosy voice. Excellent. Oh, Rosie. I thought you said woozy. And I'm like, I guess she's kind of woozy. I mean... <laughs> the big old floozy. No, <laughs> no Rosie. Rosie. A whole lot of Rosie. Oh, thank you for ruining the punchline of the joke. <laughs> I was I was waiting for it. I heard none of that other than I said, a noise in my <laughs> Rosie the Riveter. And I thought it was pretty good, but Chris you know, had the whole lot of Rosie me. Yep. Which honestly made it funnier, you know, but it so normally happens to Brian that like I have to do it to you every once in a while. Just to balance things out in the universe. It just sucks because now I know how Brian must feel, but I still have to do it because it's an obligation to the show at this point. Yeah. I agree. Um yeah, we're good. I'm good to go. Okay. So you're recording too? No. Should I be? No, I'm kidding. Okay, right. cool. Good goof, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna poop in Brian's character's bed. Where's where? Can I find his bed right now, Chris? And I, I guess you put could. A steamy poop um, in it. Roll for uh, 
What? <laughs> yeah. What? Roll for steamy poop. I'm going to have... Yeah, I think that would be a spirit roll. Spirit? Rosie. Rosie. Rosie the ribbon. <laughs> See, that's good, Brian. Don't fucking... Just because it's stuck in my head doesn't mean it's good. No, that absolutely is what it means. The other day I had... You can play with my pussy, but don't play with my emotions. <laughs> Where the <laughs> fuck is that from? <laughs> some bullshit Alex has been listening to. Yeah, Alex is on some uh, some weird music, that's for sure. Just kidding. Just because I don't like the music doesn't mean that... No, it's weird-ass bullshit. It's, it's fine. inferior <laughs> to mine. <laughs> I'm practicing my acceptance of other people how's that going for you not very well <laughs> sounds about right sounds about right i was i was expecting him to say acceptance speech and i was like well that doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh no this is much more believable all right can Whoa. you hear me oh no that goes you to just... the computer that way that's <laughs> really dumb how's that better Back to normal. Okay. Yeah, it it came up with this option. We detected a new device that um you know will have way better audio or something like that. And um it says click here to switch to it, and I click it and it just puts it through the normal laptop computer bullshit. And I'm like, that's way worse. <laughs> what are you on? Suddenly <laughs> we get like a um a a feed from another trucker next door and he's like, Mama, the other truckers are making fun of me again. <laughs> yeah, good joke, Brian. <laughs> I'm gonna go and poop in Tim's bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm homeless, so uh, good luck with that. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm poopless. I'm poopless. <laughs> poopless as a man can be. 